Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with Yuse. What's up, guys? Smash that subscribe button. We just won big game against Sevilla 3-0 away, which is huge because Sevilla have been struggling this season. They only have one point. They have three losses, and they're at 17th on the table. And we kind of heard that they've been doing a bad job this season. And coming into this game, you know, we've had a pretty good start to the season so far, not counting that Rio Vallecano game. But I'm really, really happy with the outcome of this game. To be honest, at some point, I kind of felt bored near the second mm-hmm. half, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just dominated, right? In uh-huh. a way, I did not expect because Sevilla have so often in the last, you know, five-plus seasons been a really hard team to beat, sure. especially away. And they've been, you know, fighting for second, third, fourth in La Liga for so long. This season looks like they're about to sack their coach for some bad performances. And mm-hmm. like you said, we had a rough, you know, first 20 minutes of the game. And I was very worried because if we take a step back and we think about the month of September, Champions League football is here and we have a tough schedule in that group of death. We just won 4-0 against Valladolid when we kind of cautioned everyone to think, hey, they're not a very good team. Uh, you know, we need to, to test ourselves against really higher level competition. Sevilla could have been it. But again, this season, they're not looking that good. Like you said, after the first 20 minutes or so, it was really a walk in the park. And then the last like 25 minutes of the game, our players were kind of snoozing through. <laughs> and we saw some uninspired performances from sure. Baron Torres, unfortunately. Fati didn't look that great. Um, but the one thing I'm very happy about as we move into the Sevilla game and kind of look at what happened here is that, and I had said this last week, that I really wanted to see Gavi put out a consistent lineup. Javi uh, put out <laughs> a consistent lineup uh, so that we could see players grow. Because the first few games in the preseason, we'd had so much turmoil with not knowing who's going to come in. We had Araujo at right back. Uh, you know, we were still moving around things in the midfield because Busquets sure. had a red card for that game against uh, La Real. And so this time we have Javi playing the same 11 as against Valladolid. And it's huge for us because we're coming against the Prague team, right? Probably the worst team in our Champions League group. Uh, Czech this team. Czech team uh, <laughs> coming up against them. What I think it's on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Then we have Cadiz at the weekend, and then we have Bayern Munich, I believe, in Munich coming up the week after, ten days from now. And so I'm happy to see the team finally get a consistent start. You know, Yus and I had not been big fans of Eric Garcia and Gavi. And, you know, we just did this video here. Please check a look on it on YouTube with the purist, uh, Jaleel, talking about, you know, when would Frankie de Jong or Gavi be better, as well as how did it solve Dembele and Rafinha on, you know, being better right-wing players. And what do you know? Gavi comes out and has a, a very wonderful game, possibly man-of-the-match performance. Eric Garcia comes out again, looks just so solid this season. Huge improvements by him on the defensive end. We always knew his passing was good. Uh, and scores his first goal, I think, for Barca officially in you know, the first team. And so let's get into the lineup use. Why don't you just lay it out? We all remember it from last week and then talk to us about kind of how you navigated through that first 20 minutes. Sure. So obviously um, we had, as you just said, uh, Eric Garcia and the Rajos uh, by his side. And then we had on the wings Balde again and Kunde. This is the same lineup as Valladolid, but Busquets, Pedri and Gavi. And then the front Rafinha, Dembele and uh, Lewandowski where uh, Rafinha actually started on the right side with Dembele on the left side, mm-hmm. which hasn't really been something that Javi has been doing. To start. Yeah, yeah exactly. So they were very dynamic in other games. But this game, it seemed like Dembele stuck to that left side while Rafinha stuck to the right side. So a little different uh, choices strategically in that. But let's get into the first you know, 20 minutes of the game where it seemed like we were really struggling to move the ball forward. Uh, Sevilla had a lack of press you know, on Ter Stegen and our center back. So our 
One of our problems, I think, was um, the midfield was just not really present. They were too far up the pitch. We weren't able to transition the ball forward, and all of Sevilla's men were already covering all of them, so we couldn't get the ball up there. And then once they got the ball, Mm -hmm. they were just hoofing it to to a runner on the back line and came so close to scoring goals. And again, you know, it's it's, uh, second clean sheet in a row, and I feel like oftentimes we're not giving Ter Stegen his full dues, but he has continued to keep us in the game, right? Mm -hmm. I think there was at least one official save in that first 20 minutes and then another one that you know was eventually waved offside and Ter Stegen kept us in and, and like you were saying it was chaotic right and I, I don't think Barca are going to win a lot of games where there's a lot of chaos that's not necessarily what suits sure. our team well you know the, the chaos we want is when we're able to transition the ball to Dembele running forward like he did on that first goal right he finds he's running forward like he said on the left he finds Lewandowski uh in front of him Lewandowski shoots just barely misses and then Rafinha is able to put it in for that first goal and that's what really broke Sevilla after that right I think we finally figured out the strategy and um well Javi really told I think Gavi to drop back and help the defense so he could a lot of times that's where it started Gavi was able to get the ball back from one of their attackers and then we pushed the ball in a quick return which was that Dembele goal that you just talked about and mm-hmm. so I think he really just uh transitioned from a very offensive game to a very defensive game and, to get and the and that's ball his forward. strength right I think mm-hmm. on the the video we did again with Jaleel uh the purist and you we were talking about how Gavi, the one thing he definitely offers, no doubt about it, is an ability to, you know, he has like more muscle, more physical play than Frankie de Jong. And he's also uh, a bit better on the defensive end, pressing and getting the ball back. And like you said, you just, you know, we had that video. We talked about where Gavi's better. And then boom, the first game he comes up for the first goal shows that his defensive ability and work rate is really helping us uh, to, to put you know, goals on the board. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 the thing is, and it, this is the issue we've had a few times this season, right, is where our midfield kind of gets iced out of the game by the opposing defenses, especially sure. Busquets and, and Pedri. And the thing is, if our midfield gets the ball and is able to, to put it forward to Dembele or Rafinha making a run, I mean, they're just going to cause so much havoc, right? Like, we just have to get it there. It's Yeah, yeah. we just have to get it there, yeah. and it's oftentimes not going to come in, in that type of breakaway from either Kunde or Balde on the left and right side. Uh, and so... You know, you just keep looking at these games and thinking to yourself, like, we are so blessed to have Rafinha and Dembele. They're both playing so well. Dembu's, you know, I'm a big Dembu's fan. (laughs) At the end of that first half, he had a crazy run. Uh, where Lewandowski from you know it started with a a clearance from from our box from Pedri Dembele's running Lewandowski 34 years old huffing it down there might have needed his inhaler after the <laughs> run and Dembele instead of passing it tries to uh, do a little chip and misses and so but oh, okay. I'm, but use really uh-huh, quick okay, okay. Uh-huh. we all have that bad memory <laughs> of when it's 3-0 Barca versus Liverpool and Dembele misses the goal sure. I think in like the 95th minute and I just. Listen, everything's fine because we won. We won again 3-0, clean sheet, more than two-goal victory, just like last week. But if Dembele does that against Bayern Munich or Inter Milan in a big knockout stage game where that's going to cost us advancing to the groups, there's going to be a lot of pitchforks out, including my own as a big <laughs> Dembele fan. So I just need him to, in those situations, be a little bit more uh, willing to pass the ball to Lewandowski. What the, that's the thing, though. This Last season, this season, he's been that guy. And I don't understand why all of a sudden he just changed on that decision. He was pretty well, well but covered. That's the thing, though. He hasn't really changed, right? D- Dembele is providing a lot of assists. No, the first of course. goal was yeah. through him. Uh-huh. He had an assist to Pedri and Lewandowski last week. So I'm not. It's not necessarily that Dembele is a selfish player. Of it's just his yeah. decision making at the very end of play <laughs> sometimes is not that good. And again, we did see. 
uh, as well with Ferran Torres, him and Dembele need to practice their shooting. Oh my I god! I mean, Sc- yeah. so many. Skies. Dembele had a few, but <laughs> Ferran Torres really had a few just skied balls, uh, and so, so I'd really like to see them, you know, just practice more on their shooting sure. and their. Uh, but I will say, what I really enjoyed was the the first goal. We had all three attackers involved mm-hmm. in that goal, and that was the really trident. nice to see all of them touching the ball. Uh, obviously, Lewandowski wasn't trying to pass to Rafinha, but he was following there, and that was the result of that goal. And then the second goal, I want to highlight Kunde's just beautiful Ooh. pass from the right side and just perfectly Lewandowski just God carded that one just right off his chest and slotted it in. If we can get a goal like that in the Champions League, I don't know what I'd do. That'll be fantastic. Against um, Bayern Munich in yeah. Munich, that is a dream. <laughs> I don't know about that, but and we'll, then, we'll see. And uh, then the third goal, right, was it was a unique situation where it was all of our center backs and defenders, mm-hmm. Kunde, Eric Garcia, Araujo in the box, uh, and, you know, Eric Garcia was able to put one away and take us that W. You know what was interesting? That was from a set piece on the, the corner, and we actually had Rafina and Dembele on that side, and they were kind of doing one-two touch passes, and then yeah. I think the idea was, as Lewandowski was sitting back with the other uh, midfielders, he was you know drawing the attention away and having all the se- uh, center backs forward or defenders forward. They wasn't really expecting that kind of goal to happen, but it ended up working out pretty nice. And I would say that's one highlight is normally our set pieces are pretty poor. This one actually seemed like there was a little more effort, a little more st- strategy involved in it. So I was happy about that. But you know, after the Eric Garcia goal, mm-hmm. we start to make a bunch of subs. The game is like you said at the beginning, just kind of ends up not really being much we kind of get lazy and tired but um you You know know, one thing i do want to talk about Uh i am really happy with the fact that we're putting away our opportunities right Mm -hmm. we have three goals this game four games uh, four goals against via the lead and then we're able to rest players Mm -hmm. this game was a little bit wild it's really hot where we are in southern california it's like 100 degrees outside which is insane and uh, you know it's very hot in spain as well and so you saw a lot of players cramping up you saw Gavi cramping bad. You saw Araujo, you know, feeling his knee a few times throughout the game. And so what's really great about us being clinical, putting away chances, and then also having that squad depth, thanks to Laporta and Alemani, is that we're able to sub Pedri off, right? Pedri, mm. who had major health issues last year because of just overplaying with, you know, the, the season under Komen, the um, Euros, the uh, Olympic games mm-hmm. he played in. And so to have Pedri being able to be subbed off, Awesome to have Dembele being subbed off because he has a history, although thankfully, <laughs> cross your fingers, <laughs> not recently has a history of injuries. Boom, sub him off. Easy, right? And so that's just the beauty of uh, of us putting away games against these easier opponents, right? Um, I think in you know the Komen, Setien, end of Alverde era, we would struggle through some of these games against teams who aren't on the best of form. And, and to see us win handily, keep a clean sheet, I mean, we have to be very happy going away from this game. I don't know if there's much to take from it, right? I still think, as I as I look forward, right, we have this game in the Champions League against, uh, what's their name? Pl- P- Plizen or Plizen. Then we have Cadiz at the weekend. Pulsen. And then Pulsen. Pulsen. And yeah. then Cadiz at the weekend. And then I really think Bayern Munich, that's going to be the first game where I'm I'm going to really see, you know, what this team is made of, right? There's been yeah. so many talks lately after we got Kunde, we got Alonso, Dest is gone, Um and Bellerin is here now as well, so it's interesting to see how we put them into the fold. But there's been so much talk about what are our season expectations. And a lot of people, I think, are way too – they're mixing up what our expectation and our goal is, right? I see a lot of goals out there about win La Liga, win Copa del Rey, and make the semifinals of the Champions League. Really hard for us yet to say if that's where we're going to end up at the end of the season. But we're, we're quickly approaching the games where we're going to be able to kind of evaluate sure. how we perform against big European sides, how that's we might fair. play against, yeah. you know, uh, Real Madrid, etc. 
Well, like think of it like this: we've gone through just these first four games of the season, and nothing has been overly challenging. Even Rio Vallecano was a little obviously challenging for the first game of the season, but after that, it seems like we've been sweeping teams under the rug. And I think as the season goes on, as you're saying, we're going to play more challenging teams, but it's also going to be kind of hard for us because it's going to start overloading the squad with more difficult teams in a shorter window of time. So that's also going to affect our ability to sub players, like you're saying, uh, uh, kill off teams early and, you know, do whatever. But that is going to be the real challenge. Plus, you're saying Champions League coming up, Copa del Rey. That's another thing we have to Mi- Yeah, midweek for. game, right? Yeah. Games every three or four yeah. days. And so, you know, it's it's at the same time that I love and it's important for Xavi to have like a, you know, the often used gala 11 phrase of our, you know, players we're going to put in big games. It's also great that, you know, you see Ferran Torres come on. You see Fati slowly sure. getting back to maybe where he can start soon. You see Kessie getting time, who still is not looking that good, but <laughs> we got to give him more time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing Kunde at times, right, switch from right back to center back uh, to get him minutes there in case, you know, an injury happens like today, unfortunately, happened with Eric Garcia. You see Sergio Roberto taking time at right back. And so I'm loving what I'm seeing, right? I, sure. I think overall sometimes, it, it, you know, when you do these quick after-the-game reaction videos, it can be a little bit pessimistic because – you know that there the first 20 minutes of the game were bad but overall the trend is looking really good javi is uh He's doing adjusted. a good job of yeah. adjusting putting mm-hmm. in subs getting players to be more and more comfortable and so i'm really happy guys and i want to hear in the comments what you guys think how did you uh, react against this game against sevilla and then are you excited for the champions league coming up this month let us know hit Let's that go. sub button thank you all so much thanks guys <laughs>